Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 7th of April 2020 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Today, we have our second lot of stories from our Student Story Slam competition, which was recorded in October 2019 at City Hall in Central. I'll let Jen explain in a minute, but before we get to today's stories, a hug and a squeeze goes out to our loyal Hong Kong listeners. You're doing well, Hong Kong, and we will get through this time. Warm hugs go out to our overseas listeners as well. This week, hellos go out to listeners in Starbucken in Germany, Fort Myers in Florida in the USA, and Cape Town in South Africa. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. I'm going to hand over to Jen, who has an explanation of what makes the stories you're about to hear extra special. Did you get all that? Now, if you'd like to know more about how to tell your best story and how to get involved in our Student Story Slam in 2020, or any of our storytelling workshops or events, go to hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now, I'm very pleased to introduce more stories from our Student Story Slam. First up, here is Matthew. It was a tiring day of activities in Taiwan. That evening, I was in the hotel room, and I was sitting on the bed watching my friends play chess against each other. I lost in the previous night, and I was watching them play, and I was observing lots of interesting tactics that they were using. The match was coming along pretty well, and it was certainly keeping me awake. The time was 845 and I was not supposed to sleep yet, although I felt it was too late. The teacher was supposed to come into our room and give me my medication before I slept, but she had not come in, so I was not allowed to sleep yet. A few moments later, I fell backwards and dozed off on the bed, something I should not have done. Then I realized I I was supposed to be up, so I quickly went into the bathroom to wash my face. Then... A few moments later, I heard some knocking on the door outside. It was expected knocking. I expected the teacher to be there any minute soon. But I did not hear her call out names. Matthew, Eric, Stephen, it's your teacher, Miss Louisa, please open up. Instead, I heard some very strange and suspicious sounds outside. And at that very moment, I yelled across the room and asked the boys to go and 
check what was going on. When I came out, I saw Eric and Stephen fighting over the people. And then Stephen said in a very low voice under his breath, I don't know who she is. At that very moment, I froze. What's going on? I asked. Then Eric said, very, very hastily, some stranger. What is she doing? Then came a voice from the outside. It sounded like a voice of an old lady, and she was speaking in Chinese. She asked us if we were part of a school. And that was very, very surprising for a person to ask. I thought she was just a stray... Uh, she was just a lady that was lost and couldn't find her room. Instead, she was asking us some personal details. And at that very moment, Eric said, Why should you ask? Why should you know? And then the lady seemed to be that she was never asked this question before. She then went on by saying, I don't know how to use a shower in my room. Would you please come in and teach me how to use it? Then she told us her room number, and the truth was, her room number was 1006, and we were in 1007. And that started to make sense. To me, it did. This was a lady in another room with a broken shower, and she was asking for help. But it also did not sound right at the same time, because she could have just called the housekeeping. I yawned loudly, and I seemed to have went to sleep. But... I was woken up later by another question. After Eric had said we are not allowed to open our door and go out, the lady asked, may I come in? <laughs> that was when I woke up from my so-called dream that was happening inside me, which seemed to be the same thing as what was going on in reality. And Eric and Stephen were smart enough to tell the woman to go away. And we then picked up the phone and dialed the number of our teacher's room, which she then came down in less than 45 seconds. And we told the teacher all about what happened that night. She did not believe the woman was a kidnapper, as we saw it was. And instead, she told us to go to sleep. But we could not go to sleep because we were afraid of what she would do to us the very, very next moment we shut off the lights. Thank you for listening. Matthew certainly has an excellent beginning to a scary movie script. Hong Kong students are a hardworking and creative bunch, and we love the stories that they told. We have plans to hold the second student storytelling competition in the autumn of 2020, so keep an eye on hongkongstories.com for details. Our second story today was recorded at the same event. Here with a story about his adventures is our third place student storytelling champion, Julian. Uh, do you remember the first time you've ever been lost? That's a very vivid memory for me. I was only about five years old at the time, but I can still remember it very clearly. Um, it was in an event called Picnic in the Park, which happens every year annually. And basically what happens is a bunch of bands come up on the stage and we all play and drink and dance and sing. Well, the kids don't drink, that would be a bit scary. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, me and my friend Callum were there with my parents, and we were all a bit, well, a bit, they were a bit tipsy, so they didn't really keep track of us. 
<laughs> if we were a bit tipsy, that'd be worrying. But anyway, they were a bit tipsy. So me and Callum had the bright idea of running off and going somewhere new. We saw a playground there, and that playground looked amazing. We weren't really allowed to go to places on our own, but we decided to do that anyway. We trekked there through the drunk adults. We stamped away through the kiddie zone, and eventually we made our way there. For the two minutes we played there, it was amazing. Ten seconds—I mean, ten seconds after、uh, I played in the slides, I realized I couldn't find Callum. I searched far and wide, but he was nowhere to be seen. I was a bit afraid. I had no idea where I was. Didn't know where my parents were. Didn't know where Callum was. So I ran into the audience trying to find people that I knew. This wasn't the best idea, seeing as I was a five-year-old with no sense of direction in a place I'd never been, and got lost and had no idea what to do. I crawled into a ball and went and tried not to get stamped on. At that moment, though, I heard a song being played that I knew quite well. It was "Yellow" by Coldplay, and that sort of gave me、um, some inspiration. I decided to get up and find someone next to the stage and ask if I could go up and ask them for help. So, me being a cute five-year-old I was, I,、um, I asked someone up for help, and they brought me to the stage after Yellow. I stood there, and in my cute five-year-old voice, I asked, "Can you help me find my mummy and daddy, please?" Obviously, that worked like a charm. My father came up and brought me up on stage, took me off, and swept me away. He nearly dropped me because he was a bit drunk, but I'm all right now. <laughs> I quite like that story, not just because I find it a bit funny and kind of nostalgic. I quite like the moral of the story. I like to think back on it and think I should never give up on anything I do. Thank you. We are glad Julian was reunited with his dad, even if he was possibly a wee bit tipsy. With the current situation in Hong Kong and around the world, gathering for storytelling is on hold for a little bit. But we can't just stop telling stories. So we've invited anyone who'd like to join in to write a story snippet, a three to five sentence story on our Facebook page, which can be found by going to Hong Kong Stories page on Facebook. This story was posted by Roberta in response to the story prompt. Tell us a story of an undeserved win. I entered the science fair only to lose to Dustin Verhoove, Brainiac. Then, on the final judgment day, he was sick from school and unable to accept the award, so I did it for him. Someone congratulated me, mistaking the trophy for mine. I took it. Totally undeserved. Thanks to Roberta. For writing that story on our Facebook page, and thanks to you for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>